Welcome to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice. There's no acceptable alternative if you want a plan to live well and on your terms. Complete financial advice equals complete peace of mind. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to episode number 19, Stock Market Volatility During Retirement with Larry Heller. Now, Larry, this is a very, very hot topic right now because we have actually had some stock market volatility. So let's start breaking this down. What should clients do during volatility? Well, let me take a step back from our previous podcast, uh, episode 14, where we discussed the investment strategy for retirement. So the first thing is, you know, if you have a, the right investment strategy, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about, and you've put together the correct portfolio for retirement, which is different than pre-retirement, and you've created an investment strategy, we call it our bucket strategy in podcast 14, and you coordinate your income streams, then all this market volatility really should have no impact in what you are doing. Actually, our clients, we, we got no calls during that little mm-hmm. bump there. And there actually wasn't really a lot of volatility. The numbers have gotten so big mm-hmm. that a thousand point change is really not that big a percentage wise. And it's a typical co- correction. People forget that the S&P 500 historically, seven out of every 10 years is a down year. We just haven't had a down year in since 2008. So it's gotten to be an unusual time frame here. So, you know, what should you do if the stock market does drop? And really, there's a few things that you should do and, and not to do. And actually, the first thing not to do is to panic and to try to make any changes. Mm-hmm. If you've got a, you know, a strategy in place, you really shouldn't be doing anything during a stock market drop. Now, I'll talk a little bit about rebalancing in a, in a little bit, but a typical little correction here really has no impact on what you should be doing. Unfortunately, the, the media likes to sell TV time, likes to sell articles. So they're going to go out and they're going to talk about all this drop. It's the first thing on the news and people get upset. And when you don't have a strategy in place, you're more inclined to make some decisions that you shouldn't be during these market drops. So the first thing I say is, you know, tune out the tune out the media. Don't listen to the media. Stay to your game plan. And and then, you know, with the market being where it is, a lot of people also now say, well, there is a stock market drop. It's going to happen. So they listen to the so-called experts out there, and I'm still not sure who those so-called experts are, but who try to time the market. And therefore, they're trying to get out of the market before it drops, and they're getting back into the market after it drops. Uh, a lot of these big changes now are these program traders that have these algorithms that makes these intraday jumps and back and forths really unfortunately so large that the media picks up on that so you know a stock market drop especially intraday drop uh, is typical and really shouldn't be anything that you should be concerned about if you put put the right game plan together so i've come up with 
you know, seven or eight things that you should do with your investments in retirement so you can sleep during stock market volatility. And I'll go through go through each one of them with you. Um, so really, step number one, you know, I, I basically say is, is pay yourself in retirement. So in, during your life, you're, you're actually receiving a paycheck, usually once every week or once every two weeks. And from that paycheck, it goes into your checking account. You pay your bills and you save some money and you go on. And now when you're retired, one of the things that I found works great is that you pay yourself. Whether it's coming from your retirement accounts, your non-retirement accounts, if your expenses are, let's say, $10,000 a month, every month you take $10,000 out of your retirement accounts or out of your regular account and put it into your checking account. So then each month your bills should be paid. You have the same feeling of you working before. So you don't feel like you're pulling money out of a finite amount. You're paying yourself and you're continuing your lifestyle just as you were before retiring. Now, part of this paying yourself should come from what I call step two is maintaining a cash reserve. So, you know, cash doesn't pay very much. Rates have, have gone up, ticked up a little bit over the last few months. But that's not what you're there. That's not what you have cash there for. Cash is there to ride out these volatility, to ride out these downturns. We're recommending anywhere between one to three years in a cash and or a short, very short term bond fund. So one to three years of your expenses are shielded from any of these changes. What does that allow you to do? What allows you to keep living, keep spending your money and not have to sell from the stock market when it's down? Yes, you're not going to be earning as much money on this bucket of money, this cash in there, but it lets you ride out these downturns. And again, historically, they're short term downturns. So as long as you're not selling, you're not losing any money by keeping your equities in, in place. Another thing step is to have a long-term asset allocation. Now, even if you're retiring, you still have a long-term. So you need to create a asset allocation strategy, investment strategy. What does this allow you to do? So if you have enough money in your cash reserve, you, you then kind of allocate uh, enough money to your fixed income, mostly bonds, and then your stock portfolio. And so you're creating what is the overall asset allocation, whether it's 60% in equities, 50% in equities. It depends upon your risk tolerance, depends upon your time horizon, it depends upon your expected rate of return. But you come up with this strategy here. And you don't change the strategy when there's a stock market drop. We're not trying to time the market. It, you know, it's very easy to look back when the market is down and say, okay, I should have done this and I should have done that. But you can't do that going forward. And if you miss a few of the best days in the market, you don't have, you don't make those back. So you want to have an asset allocation and maintain that asset allocation. So, you know, another step, I'm going to jump ahead, but is rebalancing. So if you have a 60% allocation to equities and 40% to cash and bonds, 
you want to stay within maybe 5% of that threshold. So if equities have increased over the years and has gone from 60 to 70%, you do want to pair back occasionally. You don't want to have those equities now been 70 and 80%. So you should have been taking profits along the way when the equities have been doing well and increasing your fixed income allocation. So now when the equities are down, you don't have to sell there. In fact, if it goes down enough, you may be actually adding to equities. Even in retirement, there may be opportunities to increase your equity allocation back to your 60% target. As you get older, your asset allocation may change based upon your life expectancy and your needs. But during stock market volatility, that should not be the the, the time when you change, when you, you make these changes. It should be done within a well thought out investment strategy plan and asset allocation. Another step is is to diversify. And I basically say diversify, diversify. You know, within the stock market, stock market is much more than just the Dow and much more than just the S&P 500. There's U.S. stocks, there is international stocks, there's emerging market stocks. And yes, emerging markets and international have underperformed the U.S. over a long period of time, the last 10 years. But the last two years, we've seen international markets and the emerging markets coming back and outperforming the U.S. market. And then within each one of these classes, there's also subclasses such as growth stocks versus value stocks, large cap versus mid cap versus small cap. And each one of these sectors does well over different time frames. It doesn't mean that it's bad, it's just that certain time frames large cap will outperform, certain time frames small cap will outperform. Historically, small cap will outperform long cap, uh, large cap over long periods of time, but right now large cap has been outperformed. So you want to have a position in all the different asset allocations and you want to rebalance and you want to take your profits not only amongst your overall asset allocation, but drill down within the specific stock market allocation. That's when you want to take your gains and then you want to look at areas that have been out of favor and increase some of your some of your holdings during that time frame. And, and you want to have a, reba- a, a rebalance type of discipline to do this. You don't want to just get a gut feeling or listen to what's going on in the in the world. You want to have a strategy in place so when that happens, it's by the numbers and it's not, you don't get attached to emotionally attached to certain stocks or certain allocations or certain returns that you stick to your discipline. And of course, you, you, you never want to try to time, you know, time the market. You try to time the market like I said, you have to get this right twice. You have to know when to get out and then you have to know when to get back in. And a lot of times when the market goes down, as we've seen the last few weeks, it rebounds relatively quickly. And that's not even including you know, tax ramifications. If these are taxable accounts and you're making these changes, it's costing you money on taxes. So you don't want to have to make decisions that's going to cost you money on taxes only to see your allocation return to where it was a few days or a few weeks ago. And finally, what I say is 
control what you can control. Uh, you can't control the stock market, but you can control your asset allocation. You can control your rebalancing. You can control your cash holdings and you can control your investment plan. So if you maintain your plan and you control what you can control, stock market volatility will not have an impact during your retirement. Well, Larry, thank you very much for your thought leadership today. I know that stock market volatility during retirement is a very, very hot topic. And thank you for giving us uh, some enlightenment today. Thank you, Matt. So for Larry Heller, this is Matt Haller. And if you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure you click the subscribe now button below. For everybody at Heller Wealth Management, this is Matt Haller. And this was episode 19, Stock Market Volatility During Retirement. And we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon.